0: sources welcome back everyone final segment today on inside sources here on ksl news radio i am boyd matheson opinion editor at the deseret news and a lot of you weighing in uh today on the high school sports uh, obviously that's the uh the big question will they continue and then who will be allowed in the stands uh earlier on in the program as we were discussing this uh, i said you know it it just Seems a little odd to me that we're just going to let the uh, only the parents come in to these games. I, I think they are for the students, not the parents. Uh, and so if the uh, the school's going to be involved in that, uh, I think the priority uh, should be to the students first, uh, then to parents after that. And uh, anyway, it has lit up the uh, text line. <laughs> Our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line uh, has been fired up uh, with a lot of very interesting takes. Uh, And interesting. uh, One uh, texter said high school sports, they should do a Zoom of the game and let parents watch from home on their computers, uh, which is interesting because a lot of them will be a little older. And so the parents and the grandparents can uh, stay at home where it's safe and uh, they can they can watch on Zoom. Uh, We also had uh, someone say uh, text in a high school soccer referee vast majority of problems come from parents on the sidelines. Uh, if it was mostly students cheering on their peers, the student-athletes uh, would have much more enjoyable time in those games. Uh, love that. Uh, now, contrasting point of view, uh, this texter said regarding high school sports and who should be in the stands, ask yourself who is paying for those students to play. Now, that's a very good point. The uh, parents are paying a portion of that they're not paying everything the schools uh, are involved in all of that. Uh, but I would also kind of flip that a little bit and say you're also paying for your you know your students uh, tuition in college. you're not going to go sit in those rooms just to uh, to make sure. Uh, so not all things are designed to be uh, watched. So anyway it, it's really interesting who who should be in the stands and who shouldn't who are these games really for if they're for these student athletes and if they're for the student body, Um, I think that should be the priority. They should get in first. Let's social distance. Let's do all the proper protocols based on where you live and what's going on in that particular area. And uh, again, I think we just have to be careful we don't get to the default of, oh, this is a parent's thing, uh, because what is the purpose? What are we trying to do here? And uh, if the purpose is for the student athletes and for the student body, I, that sounds like a priority to me. So anyway, continue to weigh in. You can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, five seven five zero zero. Weigh in, help us elevate the conversation there. I do want to read one other text before we get to some final thoughts today. Uh, texter, uh chimed in, said, uh, said this really interesting as we look at uh, some of the benefits that are going out, unemployment and so on. Uh, this texture said, I really don't understand why we should be rewarding those that don't want to go back to work. Uh, why don't we reward those who have gone back? Uh, and uh, he says, uh, you know, that's uh, it's surprising how many people would go back to work if there was that kind of validation that they've done the right thing in going back to work. Uh, also, very interesting conversation to be had there. Uh, there are some, I, I have talked to business owners in this state who are struggling because their employees won't come back to work. Uh, because they uh, it's they're just kind of riding along Uh, and so that is a challenge uh, to be sure Uh, but as in all of these things uh, we need to make sure we're stepping back we're taking in all the information it's so easy to make the snap judgments and and declare what is right wrong uh, and who said it and why and we really have to learn to just step back a little bit um those of you who have followed us uh, for the last few years know that uh, we've talked a lot about this idea of instant certainty. You know, we live in this world where it it is instant everything from our microphone, uh, microwaves and Uber Eats, uh, instant meals, instant delivery, instant access to information. Uh, for me, the most troubling of all the instants that we have in the world is instant certainty. Uh, instant certainty is the enemy of truth. And it is a barrier to trust. And all those working in the, uh, the news media recognize uh, that this can be a real challenge. We see, especially on the national level, it's so easy to just jump to those quick conclusions uh, and declare it, that this is the way it is. And often we find out, and we found out on so many things, that what we were so certain about in the beginning was simply not true in the end. And so learning to suspend judgment is, is such an important thing. Uh, some of you will recall uh, a couple of years ago, we did a uh, an event uh, back in Washington, D.C., in our nation's capital. Uh, I was honored to be the moderator. Uh, Deseret News sponsored uh, an event called Integrity and Trust, Lessons from Watergate and Today. And Uh, The the program featured uh, Bob Woodward, legendary reporter, uh, Elder D. Todd Christofferson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who was a a young law clerk to Judge Sirica in the Watergate case. Uh, We also had Mike Dimmick from uh, Pew Research there uh, talking about integrity and trust. Uh, But I had a a chance to sit down and have a conversation uh, with Bob Woodward and and talking about this idea of of instant certainty and the problems that it creates in our society so here's what bob woodward said about instant certainty
1: that's a great term instant certainty and what happens in or particularly on cable television both sides left right with uh fox news people are so this is the way it is there's no alternative there's not another side
0: So, again, just that instant declaration, and and you can watch any cable news network, and you'll have the person who will say, this is the absolute way it is, and then, you know, the next day they'll be on, and everything will have changed, and they'll say, now, this is actually the way it is, Uh, and you change, and and you all probably have an uncle who's like that, or a neighbor who is just always so absolutely certain on whatever they're talking about, and even when they're proven that it was wrong, uh, they're just as certain about the next thing that they say. Uh, But that instant certainty is a real challenge, and and one of the things that I admire about Bob Woodward uh, is the lessons that he learned in terms of stepping back and making sure, uh, not the instant certainty, but going through the process to where we can get to become more certain and a little more confident in what we're saying or what we're reporting.
1: You need uh, strong editors. Uh, There are scenes in our book, All the President's Men, and the movie version where we would write a story, and and it was Bradley who would say, slap the copy and say, no, you don't have it yet. Go talk to more people, get more sources, get more specifics, the building blocks of good journalism. And so there was no political posturing on his part. And I think that's essential to any good journalism.
0: Uh, so important. And, it, and it's not just important for journalism or journalists. Uh, it's important for all of us uh, to learn to just step back a little bit, uh, suspend our judgment and our certainty uh, so we can take in more facts. Uh, one of the other things that Bob Woodward said to me in a, in a separate conversation Uh, He said, restraint always works. That is such a good lesson for all of us. Uh, Just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And learning to step back and set the personal ego aside uh, makes a difference. For me, I found that uh, checking my instant certainty at the door uh, does wonders to foster more constructive conversations and uh, not so amazingly. <laughs> it takes me to ideas and opinions and and truth that I had never thought about before. And we have to be, that takes a, a deal of uh, humility to go along with that willingness to suspend judgment, suspend that instant certainty. And so as we learn to, to embrace uncertainty, uh, to have that humility, that courageous vulnerability, being able to say, I don't know, being able to say, tell me more, or even, I hadn't even considered that. Uh, You wanna build trust in your organization, in your family, in your relationship, Uh, try that. Uh, Leads to a much better view of the truth. So as we learn to suspend judgment, it not only creates space for truth to be discovered, it's actually the only path that leads us to learning, to understanding, and to trust. We all need that in our institutions, in our government, in our business, in our individual lives. We need instant trust. (laughs) Work on it. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.